I ain't got shit to talk about. I ain't got it. <laughs> Trying to put me in charge. back new year new us hopefully you know we get away from our old habits but welcome back with another episode of say less with the culture um today it's myself i am taking over i've taken over the reins for the year i'm on gracious host Ashe. we got uh nate here what's going on what's going on what's good <laughs> and we got the big dog og we got shane how you doing Yo. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I cannot complain. I cannot complain. So we didn't record before uh, the end of 2021. Um, so I did want to start with a recap of how everyone's year went. Um, what'd you learn? What are you looking forward to? Um, what was your biggest takeaway, I guess? I guess I'll start with, let's start with Shane. Let's start with Shane. Where, where I mean, 21 was was super good to me. Obviously, like mm-hmm. last December, packed up our shit, moved from Pennsylvania to Colorado, which is something that we had been planning and plotting to do for a couple of years prior. So, like for that to happen was awesome. Um, and then, I mean, just a year of it's been a whirlwind between you know leaving the job that got me out there to to chase a childhood dream and that like working out the way that it has. Um, how well it, it's worked out for Caitlin, like the growth that we both have had just being that far. Like, I mean, it's just us out here. I mean, we have friends now and like, obviously it was cool to have like somebody like Mo already out here and yeah. like a, girl, a girlfriend of hers lived out here. But like, other than that, like we're 1500 miles from like everybody else. So like when shit goes south, like, you know, you can't run anywhere. So it's just been that growth all over again. And like, just, enjoying it and setting things up for 22 because who knows what the hell is going to happen this year like it's probably going to be another whirlwind year of you know jobs and possibly moving or you know not i wouldn't say moving because colorado is always going to be home for us but like possibly relocating for part of the year those kind of things like uh, just excited to see what happens right right and so you originally got a job with the rapids now you're you're coaching uh, prep school correct Yes, sir. Right. Colorado. So, Prep. are you are you are you planning to stick with that's like the long term? You want to you want to stick with coaching? You love? I know you. Well, I know. Co- yeah, I mean coaching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. The people gotta just gotta lay the groundwork for the people for the four listening. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my basketball has always been baseball is my first love. Like Caitlin and I have even had that conversation. Like. Mm-hmm. you know she's even said she's like that's been a part of your life for its entirety like and i'm like yeah i mean it is super important to me it got me through a lot of like hard times as a kid um just always been super games always has been super important to me and you know my high school playing days came to uh, a quick end and was out of my control you know i was hurt my junior and senior years and, and didn't get to play much at all but I got to see like the coaching side those two years, like, I, you know, still being around the team, helping coaches with film, like all that stuff. And, and 
you know, I just, back then I was like, yo, I, I would love to do this for a living, but like as somebody that played two years of high school ball, yeah. you know, what was an okay player. Like you don't think that like making it to the college or the professional ranks is attainable. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've just been fortunate enough the last few years after I walked away from, from refereeing to pursue coaching, I've, I've landed in really, really good spots with really awesome people that I've learned a fuck ton from. And I have just grown leaps and bounds in that part of my life in the last three years. And, and, and it's all just starting to, to pay off. And, and that college job is on somebody's staff is, is, is close mm-hmm. and it's coming, whether it's after the season or the following or whatever, like it, it's coming. So. Just keeping my head down and that's so, until it comes to fruition. Yeah, that's dope. Like I, I didn't get to like coach at the level you are, but I got to do it with like club girls, and it's it's just like you don't coaching is stressful, but it's like fun. It's a competitive type of fun in a different way, like a strategic type of way, For and sure. you get to see like people compete, and it makes you want to be better, especially like if you know the game, like drawing up plays. When it comes to drawing up plays, being strategic and all that. Um, so I guess my question for you would be, as far as coaching, what's your goal this year for yourself? For myself? Oh. Um, like, I mean, this is going to sound like a, a cheap, like, cop-out answer, but it's I, like <laughs> I, I have noticed and felt, like, the growth of where I'm at as a coach from my first day with this program back in mm-hmm. – oh, my God, when did we start? July. Yeah. Um, until now, just my confidence has grown using my voice, um, you know, establishing that relationship as a young assistant coach, which is a different dynamic than being, say, one of our like we have older guys on staff that are 40, 50 with families and kids like the way that they interact with our guys versus me being the youngest. Like there was figuring that out of like, you know, it's noticeable that they'll come. They're more comfortable coming to me with certain stuff versus like right. the old heads. But like you have to keep it like where you don't cross that line where they think like you're the, just their buddy. And, mm. and you know, it, it's, it's, it's more of almost like a big brother type thing where like, I got to yeah. keep you in line and I got a job to do, but like, you can come talk to me. Like you can come to me and be like, yo, why is that? Like, why is that? Cause being a fucking asshole today. You know, I'm, I was like, I don't know. Man, he's having a bad day, I guess. Like <laughs> stay away from him. Like <laughs> shit like that. Um, yeah. Just trying to, and then obviously, I mean, from the X's and O standpoint, I've just been a sponge like mm. learning from, from these dudes that have, you know, they've been coaching longer than we've been alive. You know, like our, our head coach, James Silas, played 14 years in the league. His numbers retired by the Spurs. Like, he's forgotten more about basketball than the rest of us have ever learned. Like, you know, our associate head coach is a former Division II head coach. He was the youngest head coach in the country when when he landed that job. He was, like, 29 years old. Like, you know, we've got another guy. He's a former – was a head high school coach in Colorado for 20 years and won state championships and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just, I landed in the best possible spot I could have in Colorado right. and I'm just trying yeah. to make the most out of it. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm growing leaps and bounds, making a name for myself and making establishing relationships with all these colleges. Like I'm constantly on the phone. I'm sure I'll hop off of here at some point for a couple of minutes. Cause I'll have to answer to somebody calling me like, but it's cool. And it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Like by far, not even close the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Like watching these kids get better over the last, you know, seven, eight months, um, watching their recruiting process take off, you know, helping them land the offers that they're looking for and hopefully go on to, to play at the schools that they want to, they want to go to like and being a part of that. It's just, it's super rewarding. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I can tell. I can tell like the difference between the rest of this. Like, you generally enjoy what you do. It's like you're busy, but like it's not like after you get in, like man, fuck these guys. They, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, you generally enjoy what you're doing. Like this time around, so that's cool to yeah, see. Yeah, man, I, I haven't worked in months. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I get myself in trouble at home sometimes because, like, I'm just so into it. Like, you know, sometimes I got to step back and, and remember that I got other shit going on. But it's also – it's we're in season, so that's part of the ebb yeah. and flow right. of what we do. So we're about to kick off our second half here. We got a team headed to New Orleans tomorrow night um, to start a conference. You know, we're playing a conference out of Texas and Louisiana mostly. Um, I'm not going to New Orleans. Uh, we're in Phoenix next weekend. We come back. We host an event the following weekend then we're back in phoenix and february we're all over the place too like we got a trip to providence on providence rhode island on the books um i'm sure another trip to phoenix at some point a trip to texas um and then when march rolls around it's 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 nationals time so you know it's all going to come fast and and furious and just getting ready been enjoying the holiday kind of uh resetting a little bit right before we get into into the the thick of it well, shit, sounds like you got a busy upcoming year. So I'm, I'm hyped to see what happens for you as you go along in your journey. So appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Uh, twenty one. What do I expect in twenty twenty one? Because how no? How was how, how was, was your twenty? Okay. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaways? Twenty twenty one. Um. I'm trying to like remember the entire year because I remember. remember the whole entire year, but like, oh, I think 2021 was like a year for me to like learn a lot about um about love, um, like how how people people love other people, and not like in a romantic sense because I didn't have any um extensive romantic interactions but for the most part it was like people really showing me what love feels like you know especially the women in my life were very gracious and accepting and um create a space for me to like learn not only how to love women but also love myself and that was like major for me um so that's probably the biggest takeaway it was an i mean it was an ebbs and flow kind of year there were a lot of good things that happened, but there were also a lot of uh, things that were sour. There weren't necessarily bad things, but there were a lot of sour feelings in the year that I had to kind of adapt and, and move through. Um, but yeah, I think the major thing was love. And, and it was not even from the places that I initially anticipated. It was from people that had I had just met who expressed unconditional love like they didn't have to love me the way they did and that was that was really cool and I remember when I, I did my birthday post I wrote it in there as well and and for the guys like I think we had some of the best conversations we ever had this this past year right it probably started towards the end of 2020 but going into 2021 there was a lot of kind of checking what our perspectives on things are and also having open conversations about how we feel about things and um, very, very in-depth kind of self-analysis. 
So those would be like the biggest takeaways. And I think that's still spilled into this year for me. Like today I had a very long FaceTime call with Michael and we had a very deep conversation about what the 20s are like and how confusing it is and how none of us really know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> like We're all kind of figuring it out as we're going and we're making mistakes along the way. But the good thing is that, you know, the, we've all built very solid communities that are affording us an opportunity to make mistakes without being ridiculed mm-hmm. as long as our mistakes are not <laughs> our mistakes are not ones that are taking advantage of people but um i think that that like that's been the rollover from 2020 all the way up to now is that there's been space to learn to love but also learn to self-analyze as well as you know build tougher and stronger relationships with the people in your life and new people as well um so that would be the biggest takeaways and i hope this year is is more of the same i hope this year is is um is is more i'm trying to find the right word i i hope this year is a more gracious teacher than the past two years because obviously it's been very tough dealing with the pandemic and trying to figure that out but i think we've also evolved as people on how to process that kind of trauma um so i hope this year is much more gracious with with the lessons that we have to learn and hopefully you know we come out going into 2023 much better people than we were this year but those would be my biggest takeaways i think um yeah when it comes to work work still shit i'm gonna be 30 in a month and i still don't know what the fuck i'm doing exactly man (laughs) we he was like he said some things that were very like insightful i wish sometimes when i have dope conversations with people i wish i record them so i could just have them forever obviously i didn't know the conversation was ever gonna go there but we were just like talking about casual shit and just like hey how are you doing how's work blah 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 and then it just kind of spun into like bro i don't know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> which i think almost all of us share i mean shane just said he's about to turn 30 and he doesn't know what you're doing and it doesn't mean i, I think for the longest time at least for me it felt like if i don't have a handle on the situation i'm failing and there are two parts of that is that failing is okay (laughs) but also not knowing an answer to something doesn't mean you're failing and that's sure that was a very very tough lesson to learn i actually learned that from pasha funny enough what? Oh, it's <laughs> okay like, to fail. yeah, like it's okay oh. to fail and it's okay not to like. You have to fail. Exactly. You actually should fail more than you succeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But a big lesson that I learned from that, I always reference that conversation with Pache thinks I'm kidding when I do, but like we had this <laughs> conversation in front of the Mount Lair and it was like a life changing moment for me because it was up until that moment in my life, I had a plan for literally every single part of my life. And I knew, like, I'm going to do A, B, C, and then this is going to happen. And that's not how life happens. Like, life doesn't go according to plan. And Pasha was just like, just leave the fucking steering wheel and just let things happen and then manage the things that happen. Which, up until that point in my life, I was just like, I don't know how people do that. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just like, I, I wish people had more conversations about this and understood that, you know, the 20s are and 30s and 40s and 50s are moments in life where you're just using what you already know like the acquired knowledge over your 
lifespan to make better decisions, but you don't really have the answers to the future because it's, you don't know what the questions are like. So you just, you're kind of just bouncing around and, and kind of making the best educator guesses on, on the multiple choice questions. Yeah. That's so, yeah. I, 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 I told my guys that recently. Yeah. Like that, you know, they're teenage boys. So like, they think they got it all figured the fuck out. <laughs> and, and, uh, I was, and I had to give them the, the real, like, you don't know shit. <laughs> I said you don't I told him you guys don't know shit <laughs> I said you may not want to yeah. listen to them because they're old I said if you're not going to listen to them listen to me who's you know 10 years older than you like mm-hmm. what they're saying is right like mm-hmm. you don't get the shit all figured out yeah um, all you can do is just be a good fucking human being and, and, and treat people the right way and maximize your opportunities mm-hmm. and like but like no, nothing's going to get fucking handed to you like you're not owed shit yep. like nobody cares <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Like, like the world doesn't the way what I mean when I say that like the world doesn't give a shit about you like just that's it, just reality mm-hmm. like and it's just easier to to keep your circle with the people that you know matter and take and like you know just go along for the ride and like like you said Pache told you manage what you can control and, and the things in front of you and that's it makes it a lot simpler I used to be the same way until I did acid one time. And in the middle of the trip, I realized that I was so worried about things that I had no business being worried about in life. Like, and like, after that, I was just like, fuck, like, I'm dead serious. Like that was like, people ask me, what, what, where, where did your life perspective change? It was on a fucking acid trip. No bullshit. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> in, the, in the middle of it. I was just like, man, I've been worried about the dumbest shit for the longest time. But like, <laughs> I got no business being worried about. I came yeah. down off of that and, Different perspective towards life ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying it more. It's Not wearing as much. That was so years much. ago. Shit, I feel yeah. old now. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better to just oh, like that was back at Morgan Town. Accept it. Yeah. Accept the things that are coming in and just go with it. But you didn't answer the question, Pache. Um, Actually, I don't know if I answered all of your questions, but if I did, you yeah. go ahead and answer it. I will mind one well the other question i was gonna ask like what expect what expectations do you have for this year um, whether it be work family anything oh uh, i don't know i mean this year I, I i i definitely have a lot of like career goals that actually are in different levels of the step like if there were five steps i think i'm like step two step three of most of these goals so um i hope to at least get one step away from completing them or completing them themselves and there's a lot of creative ideas that i have as well that are actually kicking off this year and closer to the time for some of these like i'll I'll talk about them on a pod um there's been a lot of seeds planted in different cities that might bloom which will cause a move to any of them so there's that as well um, and on some self-improvement shit, like, I just want to keep getting better and, and keep creating spaces for people to feel comfortable to have a conversation with me. Like, I don't, especially with women, I don't, I don't want anyone to feel like they cannot be themselves around me. So mm-hmm. that's like something I've, I've actively been working on just to make, like, I go extra lengths to try and accommodate people around me and and make sure that they're comfortable enough to say whatever they want to say or do whatever they want to do without any form of judgment i mean there might be critique if you're fucking wilding but 
the most part for the most part i do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not hurting Shit. anyone else ahead, yeah i don't know if i'm if i'm willing to go out of my way to make everybody <laughs> comfortable i think that i think the set thing with me is is feel free to speak your mind and be prepared that i'm probably also going to have some type of response unless it's just you needing to like vent or get something off your chest and i'll sit and listen but i, I don't i don't know i can't see myself going out of my way to make sure everybody in every room i walk into is comfortable and feels like <laughs> you're a better man than i am for that one yeah yeah i agree with you i agree with you shane <laughs> i don't know about all that you going you gonna get the real raw me that's that's right because a lot of people will ask me my opinion. I'm like, are you sure you want my opinion? Because I'm not going to sugarcoat it with, like everybody else. Is. Yep. I've made some people cry this year. This yep. past year. I'm like, well, don't ask me my opinion. Because I'm going to give it to you, the real raw uncut. So. But everybody. Well, they know that. that. That's why they ask you. If it works for you, then hey. Yeah, but, well, I think I, the, I there's it. a no caveat to that. It's not like I'm not curbing myself to make these things happen. I just okay. am not. Okay. I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable by doing things that would make them uncomfortable if it's not who I am. I'm just going to uh, be myself and hope that that, but if that's not, then we're just never going to mend because I'm not going to change my personality. If yeah. that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You're not, like, okay. not going to get along with everybody. That's, a, yeah. that's another big And I'm totally fine with fucking that. Learn. Our generation really struggles with that. Our generation uh, doesn't know <laughs> and isn't. Yeah. Yeah. We, are, we are so in a such a like make everybody feel good all the fucking time like I and it's so really sure, like yeah. that's not how the world fucking works I like, so to sure. a point where like I, I'm even getting annoyed <laughs> yeah it's absolutely social media toxic positivity is 100% a thing yeah yeah 100%. yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah but yeah I don't I, I'm not changing who I am I think I've also kind of figured out at least for the social side of things what kind of person I am maybe in the past four or five years of like actually, actually, actually figuring out like this is the kind of person I am. And that took a lot of hard work. Like it wasn't an easy road. There was a lot of trial and error and a lot of uncomfortable conversations and a lot of uncomfortable situations to get here. So I'm not now going to be like, well, we're going to revert back to this guy that I hated who was a version of myself. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But I'm going to actually not, create uncomfortable situations if it's not a version of me but Pache go ahead and answer the question I feel like I'm taking oh, well damn no nah, you're good <laughs> you're good go ahead talk what's the pause for oh me man I think this past year um for me it was very grounded for me um in the sense of having a lot of tough conversations um with like I guess I would say my parents or like people I was raised around and um, with friends, just like noticing like how people deal with like certain traumas that they went through. Uh, so it was a grounded year for me. Um, I wouldn't say anything crazy, um, but I learned a lot about my parents because I, I, I don't even know when I hit this point. It was just like, all right, I just kind of like want to know just from my personal knowledge, like what happened with certain things in their lives, like as they were trying to raise me as a child. So I learned a lot. I actually had a conversation with my dad. I didn't realize how much alike we were um, until we had a conversation this past Christmas, which was, which was cool. Um, it opened up a lot of like different conversations and topics. 
um, and somehow he ended up on business. But uh, yeah, I'd say it's grounded, especially with how people lost a lot, um, especially with COVID. Um, me personally, I had an aunt who died, but it wasn't related to that, but I wasn't as close. So I got to see a lot of like close family members I've never met before. Um, got to go to Africa for the first time. Uh, so, I mean, it just really hum busier humbled me, I would say. That's where I would leave it at. What are you um, looking for in this this year? This year, I don't really. I think I've kind of like stopped setting expectations of where I want to be. Um, I have an idea of what I want to do. It's just you know continuing to act on it. I'm not one of these people who's going to post. Oh, I'm about a new year, new meet. No, I'm just going to go out there if I if I can get it done and get it done. I know I know life happens, but I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. I just roll with the punches. Um, whatever life throws at me, I bounce back and, you know, just figure it out. Career-wise, I don't think I'm at that point where I actually know what I want to do. I like my job, but I don't think I'm in love with it. Um, it's cool enough right now to where I'm like, all right, I can do this uh, to fund other things that I want to do. But it's not like, oh, I see myself here for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I can't really answer that question as far as, like, my career goals. Um, personally, I just want to continue to grow. Um, I've, I think I've grown. I don't know. I would like to think I've grown. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's for me. I'd like to personally grow, um, be better at communicating, um, especially with family since I'm learned, I've learned so much in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we all know, time is limited on this earth. So I want to grasp all that knowledge and, those relationships as much as I can before time is up. So, yeah. no, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I, I really do think that this year is this year. Like, I, I, I also don't believe in the whole like, oh, this year's going to be better. It's going to be the best year because <laughs> you we we said that shit in twenty nineteen, and here we are. Um, but I do think like. Throughout throughout the entire existence of like our time on Earth, like we've gone through some of like the most <laughs> intensive situations, you know, mm -hmm. from from terrorist attacks to stock market crashing to going through college through student loan debt to a pandemic. I think we've gone through a lot of different things, and I think if if you were to take some time and sit down and kind of take stock on all the situations we've been through, there's always something you could learn from it, at least mm -hmm. from the human reactions to it. And so uh, this year for me, more than anything, has it, towards the end of last year, starting around my birthday is when I started like kind of taking inventory of like, because uh, I do that every year. I just kind of like take stock of what, what has happened so far. But towards the end of last year, kind of had an idea of like all the paths that I've taken and how like close to a different life I could have had by just like one decision or two or three. And this year for me is more about like being intentional with all the decision-making, you know, like most of the decisions in the past were kind of made on a whim and just like, okay, well, this is not working out. I'm out. But this year I, I, I think 
looking at how all of those things have played out to this moment, I'm very interested in what life looks like if I specifically decided to do this thing and see what happens next instead of kind of just being like reactive, be a little bit more proactive because in the past, Mm -hmm. in the past two years, it's been a lot of like, well, Raleigh fell apart. I'm going to Tampa, which I, (laughs) I'm very glad that I did that because I've met some of my best friends and obviously that led to you being in Tampa, but you know this time around i want to be a little bit more proactive and think of like the next step a little mm-hmm. bit more but not like tie myself to it just like say okay i would be okay with this thing shaking out this way but i also want to try and make it shake out this way so it's gonna be fun and exciting or not who knows but <laughs> but it's gonna be a ride for sure. <laughs> good year you know hopefully some <laughs> other engagements <laughs> oh yeah those, those would be nice <laughs> you know we'll see um yeah i'm <laughs> looking forward hopefully a boy trip happens this year you know everybody keep bullshit i'm telling you the jumper again yeah i'm looking forward to a lot it should be a good one yeah I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I guess I'm mentioning engagements. Congratulations to Nikki. Yeah, congrats, um, Nikki. True, true. Pull the trigger. It's about, it's about true, damn true, time. I've got to wait another two years for the wedding. Who else has done cool shit? Who else? I don't remember. It's been such a long year. Like 2020 and 2021 blend into one year for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it starts and where it ends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But oh, it's... oh, yeah. Nikki did get a promotion. That, that did happen. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. Congrats yeah. on that. Did you well. get one, too? Did I you did. get one? I did. Towards the end of the year. You know, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm rich in a bag and shit. I'm rich in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich in spirit. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm rich in spirit. I do look forward to going to Colorado again this year. Um, so this Colorado is, is dope. Uh, for the four hours, five hours there. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah, <laughs> cool little small city. Not too much. You didn't even see the good parts. I know. I know. <laughs> I said he's a city, man. That's it all the same. I found that out quickly, but everything else around it is just. I'm actually learning. I'm learning that because Tampa is like the same bullshit. You have to go to the outskirts of the city to like really enjoy. Yeah. Like all it has to offer. I'm like, damn. All right. That's going to be I my mean, plan this summer. Obviously. Obviously, we're not all that narrow-minded. Like, not every city is the exact same, but like the, the idea of a city, yeah. it's it's the same shit. Yeah, crowded buildings, crowded streets, got all the businesses, all the different everything you could ever want to hit, like bars, whatever, restaurants, whatever. Like, and it's just too crowded for me. I can only do that in doses. I can't wait to not live yeah. in the city anymore. Yeah, okay. too many people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm kind of getting that feel about everything. Like. I'm obviously I'm I'm actively trying to leave Morgantown, but I think like for my next move, I don't want to be in. I don't want to be in a city. I want to have access to a city. 
but I would mm-hmm. like like if like I love Austin and I think that would be a cool place to live. If I moved down to Texas, I'm not living inside of Austin. I'm gonna get like sure a house outside in the suburb somewhere and drive into the city. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I was in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, last week, and it was the best thing ever. Dude, that looked. I'm, I'm trying to go down there. Oh my god, that town has 140 people in it. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> I was gonna know everybody. <laughs> That's, that's fucking perfect. The drone got one. It got one grocery store and two gas pumps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sign me up. Well, no, it's not, but it's not even small though. It's all spread out. Everybody's got like at least an acre, like has like multiple acres of land, and it's just like a bunch of like spread out houses on, yeah, like just wide open fucking spaces. And, yep, I'm I'm here for it. And, like cheap. Cheap land. I'm like, I was I calling my mom. Are you trying to go halves on this? Like, how much is an acre? Do you do you remember? It de- it depended on where. I mean, we can talk more about this off of okay. when we're not recording because people don't want to listen to the shit. But yeah, I mean, there was one plot I found. It was like two and a half acres for eight grand. Eight grand? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like eight grand, eight thousand. That's it. <laughs> I can afford that right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's fire. Because I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put some Airbnbs or something down here. Like, dude, that, first of all, that was beautiful. That time lapse. That's what I'm saying. Stunning, and like, the photographer in my head was just like, bro. Oh, you'd have a field day down there, dude. Oh, I was just, I was just whipping the iPad out. That's all. Like, nah, it's still, it was. That's all was, I had. Was nah, iPad. that was a really beautiful <laughs> video, dude. That was very, very beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd like to great. start it earlier, honestly. We're gonna go back down there. We loved it. So I would like to do something like I know I said in the group chat the other day, but I really do want us to like pick a location and do like a yearly thing there. My friend Nate, who lives in San Francisco, has this thing they call Sake Fest, and he does it with like all his buddies around Thanksgiving every year. And they all meet in Detroit and they go to the sake restaurant and they just drink sake for like 12 hours and eat. It's just it's not just sake, it's like tequila, whatever you want to drink. But the entire sure, idea but, but. is like, we're feasting for like 12 hours. And I, this was the seventh yeah, the entire year. idea of drinking for 12 hours makes me ill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it, because he's like 32, but... I can't do that anymore, bro. <laughs> um, But I was just like, that's kind of cool, because like some of them are married now, so obviously they're not drinking as much. Some of them are like pregnant, some have kids. It's just cool, because everyone just... You gotta pick a firm month and go from there every year. A firm month. Yeah, I mean, you gotta it's figure for the month. rest of my. I'm hopeful for the rest of my career. I'm not going to be available pretty much like October yeah, in to the fall. April. In the fall. In the fall. <laughs> September is going to be like would probably be like the primest of months for me, or like a May because them summer months get hot depending on where we go. Yeah, but I mean, we can figure all that stuff out. No, just gotta make it happen. I don't even need everybody to go. That's it's a chore within itself. Trying to I mean, it's, I think, yeah, I think that idea is set a date, set a place, whoever comes, comes. If you don't yeah. make it, you know, it'll, sure. happen, it'll happen again next year. <laughs> Hopefully, then you could plan around it. Okay. Any predictions for sports? I know we got some huge sports games. We got Super Bowl coming up. We got the National Natty Championship coming up. 
feel, pre- feel pretty good about my. Can I can I tell you how bored of the national championship game I am already? I I am too. I was so pissed. I have no like. I don't need to watch them play each other again. We know what's going to happen. Alabama's going to beat them. Alabama's going to. They're going to expose them again. They're going to run all over them. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's an entertaining game next Monday. But I, I, as soon as those playoff games play out the way they did, I was like, I have no interest in watching this. Yeah. I don't understand. Is it Jim Harbaugh that coaches Mississippi again, or is it John? It's Jim. Right? Jim. I don't know Jim's the, the Michigan job. coach. John's the Ravens coach. You should know that. Yeah, He's I know your coach. coach. I, I know <laughs> that. They, they always they always get me confused. But I don't understand how Jim still has a job. He hasn't done shit with Michigan. This is like his. First year he's done something, he shit the bed. He got blown the fuck out. He, well, they were apparently they were gonna they they talked about getting rid of him last year. He took a pay cut to stay. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, because he, he, he donated all his incentives, right, or something like that. To, he he t- they flipped it and it was just hire better assistants and shit. Because I think they told him like you either gotta like change something or you're out. Mm. Kind of like yeah. a football coach at our uh, alma mater. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> Bomeous program. Oh, we're so <laughs> bad. We're so faith, bad. Y'all have faith every year. And then, you know, same shit with W. I, I never have. I, I knew what this year was going to be. I knew what this year was going to be. But they have the potential to be so much better than they are because yeah. they've done it before. But that, that's the problem. I was talking to a buddy of mine about that with college sports like and college fan bases. Like the team – has one year or something like where they get hot or they win a national championship. And then that becomes the expectation. And it's like, that's not tenable unless you're like an Alabama and you have right. a living legend, like coach, like otherwise, like it ebbs and flows. Like we saw West, you know, West Virginia does it. They'll have that 10 win season and they turn around the next year and they have a five wins. Like, mm-hmm. but like you, you get that taste of it once and then your fan base is like, oh, this is what we should do every year. Like, look, we did it. It's like, I don't know how hard that actually is to do. Yeah. But like it's definitely but, super annoying and boring that like it's the same four teams in the playoff every year in football. <laughs> it was cool this year, it was a little bit different, but still the national championship, but still the same. Is there yeah, what's the a, point? Is there even a you're, way eventually you're like, still gonna lose to Alabama? Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's no reason to expand. What do you say, Nate? I, I just wonder if there's even a way to really shake it up. There's not, right? Like, it just has to be like this forever. No. Like, I mean, there's just... You would think that at some point football, it'll, it'll kind of become like... Like, there's so much basketball talent now that, like, that's why you see these mid-major programs go on runs and have big upsets in the tournament and stuff, and there's so much more parity in basketball. There's just so much basketball talent out there mm-hmm. that, like you're able to have that kind of depth at some point you would hope and think that football that'll start to bounce about. Cause it's the same damn three programs right now. It's like Clemson had a down year by their standards. They won 10 games, but it's literally like it's Clemson, Ohio state, Alabama. And I mean, even Georgia now, like every year, top 10, every year, top five recruiting class, like, But I think you. I mean, you're seeing it now. But like, it, it again. Like I said, it takes certain coaches too. Like, it takes a program builder and a guy or a program changer at that spot. Like, look at Deion Sanders. Mm. Like, Jackson State's going to move up to want to FBS in. I think I don't know if it's next year or the year after that. And like, that school is going to be a problem. But that never would have happened if they didn't get him to be the coach of the team. That's crazy. Yeah. What one person can do. I'm I'm hyped to see that. Honestly. Yep. 
I like the culture he's created to too. Like it feels like the players. Like it's not. It's not. Like it's not just about football. It's yeah. More, it's outside of that too. And I yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, he's he's developing young men, and like that's yeah. the more important part. Yeah. Because <laughs> at some point the ball stop, the game stop at some point. Yeah, everybody doesn't make it. So. Nope. And your your uh, Super Bowl pick is your weak ass Packers. I feel good about them, even though Aaron Rodgers pisses me off. I would. I feel pretty decent. I think they're pretty they decent. Home field. Home field. As long yeah. as he doesn't get hurt, y'all are fine. He has like a broken toe or some shit that he's playing on. Yeah. That is a prime example of a coach realizing what he has and just staying the fuck out fuck of the out way. Fuck out of the way. <laughs> Stay the fuck out of the way. He is not fucking with that. That's that's something I've learned this year too. Sometimes when to just stay the hell out of the way, mm. <laughs> like just stay out of the way. You're not out there playing. There's only so much you can control. Sometimes you just gotta stay out of your own damn way. Yeah. That's what he does. That team is all Aaron Rodgers in that offense. Oh no, he's and Russell Douglas. He's running it. Shout he's out to West Virginia it. football. <laughs> yeah, the only good thing that came out. Um, yeah, he's he. I mean, they're doing pretty well, so I feel pretty good. I just. I wish he was not an idiot, but it is what it is. It's just you can't have all you can't have. It all. You know what? There's there's more. There's plenty of him around the league. At least he kind of just owns it. I mean, he didn't own it, but he did it at the after the fact. He was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Super Bowl. I have a hard time betting against Tom Brady as much as I don't want to. Like, <laughs> but they're pretty banged up. But, I mean, I, we've seen that. But, like, people are like, oh, he doesn't have any receivers. Well, he didn't have any receivers in New England except for one fucking season. So, like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, yeah. Packers look really good, but they got to get over that playoff hump. Yeah. That conference championship hump. <laughs> we've been there so many times. So many times. I still so he's not going to win the Super Bowl for Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and the Philadelphia Eagles. To be fair, they're not, they're going to be in the playoffs and ain't going to win either. But I I accept that. <laughs> like, hey, I'm so just the, glad to be there. It's officially the Eagles made the, the playoffs, right? Officially, they made it. Yeah, when the, when the Packers won last night, they eliminated the Vikings and it clinched the spot for the Eagles. Got it. The Saints uh, still haven't made it, right? I think something has happened. The Niners have to lose next week for the Saints to make it. Yeah, yeah. Did the Ravens make it? Nope. Um, they still they still have a chance. Mm. They still have a chance. We play the Steelers this weekend, so I think if the Steelers win tonight uh, or next, yeah, weekend. if Steelers win because we're playing basically for that last spot, um, we have to beat the Steelers to make it in, and all this shit has to happen. But this we'll is see. this is definitely Big Ben's last game or home game. Yeah, I hope. Thank the thank the Lord. They're treating like it. Play. I thank the Lord. Leave. You know, and I bet you there's a fan, the fan base is saying that they have nobody prepared to take over for him. Well, they probably have they've tried. Him. They've been drafting guys for the last couple of years, and the That's guys true. get in when he gets hurt, and they fucking stink. <laughs> There's that one year where everyone was like Gino to Steelers, and I was like, "That's it's not gonna." I think you guys are doing that because Morgantown is an hour away. Yeah, the Browns don't make it either, right? Oh, they're eliminated. This game is useless to them. They're done. 
Yeah, but they should beat they should beat them on some fuck shit. Like fuck this. Let's go. I mean I, I would assume they didn't come out and play. I wouldn't just roll over and die. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, yeah, they're eliminated from the playoff contention. Oh yeah. So you need the Browns to win tonight. Mm-hmm. And I need the I need the Colts and Chargers to lose next week, which is probably not gonna happen. So I saw a fun fact about that. Apparently, let me see what it was. Um, here it is. If the Colts lose to the Jaguars on Sunday, the Raiders and Chargers would both get in with the tie, and they play each other. They literally have. They could literally just kneel the ball for the entire game back and forth, and both make the playoffs. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I don't care what anybody tells me. The Ravens would have made the playoffs. They would have been the number one seed. Everybody was healthy. Yeah, y'all got banged sure. up pretty badly. I don't know if they'd be number one seed, but they'd definitely be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if we, the we Patriots like were able to do this team. much, I think the, the Ravens would have been fine. We lost like half the team in the beginning of the season. Last yeah. week, we only had like 13 players who never played, came up from the practice squad, play on defense. Like, all right, cool. Cool. Lamar's out, mm-hmm. probably again. We lost four in a row. Four in fucking row. That's cool. Go ahead and take the L. Fuck you, bitch. I hope y'all lose to whoever y'all play. <laughs> wow. Haters. You can feel the hate. It's okay. You could be a – I'll make sure to sign your temporary bandwagon card. To who? You. Well, who's a – what I bandwagon to? Y'all keep no. saying this bandwagon word. <laughs> but when when Nikki jumps on to Chelsea, when Dion jumps on to Chelsea, nobody says shit. It's only when I speak. Yeah, but those guys – Now they're on a bandwagon. I told them that. Well, yes, but Same also way I give guys. Dion hell for being a fucking KD no hugger. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different with soccer because they didn't have a team; they just picked a team. You seem I to not pick a team. Bounce around with whatever. Who is have going. I bounced? How who have I bounced around with? Please explain. Please explain. Honestly, it's more Dion than you. Dion doesn't have a team; he just follows <laughs> KD everywhere. Exactly. Dion is all those characters in no that in those Nike ads that follow LeBron. You know, you remember those like kids that follow LeBron to practice and back? That's Dion. He's just following KD wherever wherever KD goes. KD would play with LeBron right now. He'd say, Oh my god, LeBron's a great player, the greatest player I've ever seen play. Like what? <laughs> but as soon as I say some shit about the Celtics, shut up. You're not a fan. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh yeah. Um, what else we got going on here? I, I I don't think anybody's got anything new, like a pick of the week or anything, right? Nah, the year's too nah. new. Year's too, too brand new. new. Yeah, too um, new. But I, I hope you guys to... finally watch Sex Lives of College Girls. I did. I did. I don't think Shane gives a fuck Shane, about Shane. it, but I did. I think you'd <laughs> like it though. I think you'd enjoy it. It's fucking hilarious. I know that is. It's not HBO Max. About um, girls in college and their sex lives and how they deal with college. Yeah, four roommates. And it deals with a little bit of sexual assault as well. It also deals with, but it's all jokes. They're just fucking hilarious. Yeah, cool. It deals with frat boys being frat boys. Typical shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Today well, was actually the deadline for the application to be a writer on the show. Look at you fucking up. Forgot. Stephanie sent it to me a while ago. Hey, when does um what the fuck is that show? 
Last Kingdom come back. I don't know, dude. I've been waiting on the info on that. They haven't done anything. I figured because it's they're both Netflix series. They were wor- they were worried about pumping The Witcher out first before they. Do people really watch they... The Witcher that much? Yeah, it's, it's been huge. People, everybody's like watching it now because the first season like got all kinds of acclaim and got more people. Oh, I'll check this out. And I'm like, oh, this is really fucking good. If I get, you know, the biggest thing for most people is getting past all like the fantasy. If, if you're not into that fantasy shit, is getting past that and then into like the depth of like if you just enjoy a show that's got like deep characters and different, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's fine. It's cool that they took. I mean, I, my first introduction to it was the video games, so like to see that become a live action TV series or whatever you want, Netflix series or you want to call it, is cool. Yeah, I don't know if you watched, if you're a Harry Potter guy, but the the twentieth anniversary thing is pretty cool. Yeah, I watched it with Caitlin. I'm not. I, I never got into it as a kid. Like I tried. I got the books. Like, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not a hater. Yeah, it's yeah. just not my, just not my, like not something I'm a huge fan of. Like I'll sit and watch a movie, but like mm-hmm. she's a big Harry Potter nut, so like we she threw that on the other day, and it was cool to like see, mm. like their stories and how they've grown, and like to, I never, you know, you don't think of that type of shit until like somebody talks about it, where like they were like literally our entire lives. Yeah, is that yeah. <laughs> like, like that's their entire? That's almost like I can't imagine like having to figure out like your identity. And like separating yourself like Jesus. from that. There were like when the, the guy who played Ron, I forgot what his real name is, but he was like at some point I didn't remember my name. Like people say yeah, my I name and I just didn't know they were talking to me, which is fucking insane to think about considering these were kids. That's what I mean. Like, and it's you think of like, especially when you get these big movies or like big TV shows and somebody's an iconic character, like they're stuck mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Like that's who that person is. Yep. Like, <laughs> like regardless of everything else, like that's who everybody's. You know, most people see that person as, except yeah. for people that really know that human and are like in that in their group and in their circle. Like to the rest of the world, like you're that person <laughs> yeah. on the screen from this from the TV screen or the movie screen. I didn't know the, the dude that played Harry Potter's name for the longest time. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that he didn't wear glasses. <laughs> I was like. The first time I saw a picture of him without the glasses, I was like, wait, he doesn't wear glasses? That's that's insane. I was right. really surprised about that. I remember being shocked as a kid. But yeah, those, those, that's, in, that's just... I feel like, I, yeah, after you're done, it's like, can I ever play a new character that becomes that? That's why I respect Michael Ward. Michael Ward not, not Michael Ward. Michael, um, Michael K. Williams so much. Because he played... Um, how am I blanking out on this character in The Wire? Omar. 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 He played yeah. Omar, but that wasn't like all he did. Like he was in Boardwalk Empire. He was in The Sopranos. All those characters are like characters that you can identify with him. Obviously, Omar is the biggest one, but you could still kind of see him in different things. He wasn't pigeonholed by that. I don't think sure. I, if if Gandolfini did anything new if he was alive and did anything new i could separate him from tony soprano like that's yeah that's who that's who he was yeah he can't become anything else in my head so that's hard that's hard but it's still kind of cool did you guys see spider-man yet shane did you see spider-man yet not yet 
Pasha, you haven't seen it either. Well, it's so good. We'll be busy, man. Be busy. Be out here. That's fair. And you were quarantining. Yeah, Pasha, I had to. Pasha was to. being really cute, Shane. Oh my god. Oh my god, yo. Oh my god, <laughs> Shane. Won't let me live it down. <laughs> I gotta send you this picture. She was being so cute. It was so cute. I was supporting her and her 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 time of need. Being a little grumpy ass. It was great. It was it was was being mad grumpy and shit. She less grandpa now. Yeah, she took a test. She took two tests today. She's negative. So let's fucking go. Did you get tested? Yeah, I've been taking tests. I'm I'm blessed over here, man. Negative. She was mad as fuck. I'm, saying, like, oh, so I'm trying to keep bad. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you must be God's favorite, huh? You must be God's favorite. I'm like, hey, huh? I wasn't outside. I wasn't doing anything. One of our friends sent like a, a tweet to one of our group chats today, and he was like, all these niggas, that test is making me feel like I'm really built different. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just got a text from uh, two girls that I saw on, on, on New Year's Eve, and they're like, Oh, we both feel very sick, and I'm like, I feel fine, and I got tested today, and I'm negative. So, yeah. no, I came back. Everybody in fucking Florida had COVID. The same people that had COVID were outside partying, and I'm like, okay, the math ain't adding up, but you know, I just don't give a fuck about other people. So I can't get the mask. Absolutely but. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Florida's not a real place. And everybody's like, come outside. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to stay inside for a little bit longer. I'll be sitting down. Yeah. But you know, I do not want to catch it. I'm good. So, but if we ain't got nothing else, we can close this out. Well, this we can is close it out. Go ahead. Bring go us ahead, home. Host. Bring us home. Want me to bring it home? Bring us home? All right, man. Bring oh. home. Forgot to mention earlier, uh, Charles. Charles is on hiatus. I don't know what he's got going on in life. Uh, we miss you. Um, Charles is dealing uh, with marital problems. Yeah, he's been doing cute husband, house husband shit with his his girl. I've seen on her Instagram. I'm gonna let him live though, because he's all been there. Um, so we, yeah, we, yeah, you, you have been there. Don't act like you haven't we? been in a relationship where you've been inside. It's been so decorating long. Christmas cookies or some shit. It's been so long, I don't even count it anymore. <laughs> Anyways, no, this is, hopefully, you know, we're more consistent this year. Um, hopefully we have, we bring on more fun guests, interesting guests. Try not to bore you guys, um, but you just have to keep listening. So until next week, peace. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>